are back. Season five, I think. I think so, too. Also, your headphones look so goofy. He's making fun of me because I retwisted my hair today, and we're recording this as my hair is drying. So <laughs> my headphones are in a funny fashion, but we are back in this bitch for season five. It has been like three seasons, and I still don't have a get. You're not getting the soundboard. My husband's mean. But welcome back to season five of D-Y-D. Damn, you're talk podcast in this bitch. I mean, we could get you a soundboard if we start doing that live podcasting stuff uh, where we apparently mostly just talk about how women are terrible. That seems to be the primary thing that live podcasts do. That or talk about YouTube drama. Those seem to be the two things. Or reaction videos. But yes, I am one of your hosts, Felicia, a.k.a. VVJ up in this bit. That's right. I'm not changing it. Five seasons in and I'm still in this bit. I mean, go ahead. Along with Graham, a.k.a. Sarita Law in this house. <laughs> did go did get into the library and checked out some stuff there yes he did so i guess we have a lot to talk about somewhat a little bit a lot of stuff has passed we took like a month and a half off and i feel like we still need time but we had um over holiday break our little break that we usually take at the end of the year to recuperate because it is just us graham edits and everything and i try to find interesting stuff for us to talk about but yes we had your parents come down, my in-laws come down for Christmas, and they spent about a week and a half here, basically? Yes, yeah, more or less. Yeah, so they drove down, brought a shit ton of food. They <laughs> drove food. Well, they drove from all the way from uh, outside Chicago to Butte, Montana, so it was quite a haul. Yeah, it was basically like two days. So they came down, which we were grateful for, and you know we had like our little holiday tradition. We had like our fun little gag gift game and then we had christmas that day and we made steaks for him for this butcher that we usually go to yeah i figured that you know we're in montana it probably makes sense to do steaks yeah we did get some interesting one thing that i well your dad kind of ruined it for me a 3d printer so my good friend has been in 3d printing for a while and he upgraded well, also, I guess, I guess this one was having some trouble and he was at the point where he wanted to upgrade anyways and he kind of just didn't want to deal with it so uh, my brother worked on it some and then they packed it up and sent it out here we still haven't actually used it yet because you've been too busy watching youtube videos and old snl skits (laughs) okay thanks for just riding me out here and also playing we also got a playstation 5 which we've already talked about that we basically bought in november and i wrapped everything up all the games and stuff so i just finished mortal kombat beat the story mode so now i'm back on assassin's creed uh, which which is this the Abbasid Caliphate? Uh, one of the Caliphates. It's based in Baghdad. Yeah. So we did that. Also, uh, your girl is working on her level three. It makes me sound like I'm working on a doctorate. Um, I mean, the level three is a pretty. Well, why don't you explain what level three is? It's basically more in depth. Instead of like you learn more about. I'm basically I, I done level two which is in more in depth for level one because it's just strictly working on your event. Level one is working on all the events. And then level two is when you go in depth more into like the throws and I've done jumps and now I'm in level three, which this is the first one they've had in like 12 years and they're not even doing throws in the next one. So I made sure I got in on this one and I also helped demonstrate some stuff. So I got to go out to Cali um, for like three days and it was Man, they pack a lot of stuff in for level three. 
but yeah, so I was doing throws and it's like a year project. You've, uh, like I am helping one of my student athletes like achieve their goals. Like that's kind of what it is. You're tracking and helping them and see how they progress throughout the year with their goals that they have set out for themselves. So I just finished basically all the base work. I did like a five minute uh, YouTube video um, on a PowerPoint that I had to do. And then um, I'm just basically towards the end of the year, we're doing like little um, updates every month uh, to help out if they see so we don't just get left hanging. But yeah, by the end of September, I'm supposed to turn in my final project and that's it. It's like a year thing, basically, because I signed up in November. Or no, November, September, sorry. Well, yeah, is this is for track and field coaching. Yes, track That's and field. That's what I was trying to get I mean, at the start of If this. you're listening to this podcast by now, you should know that I am a track and field athlete. Well, yeah, but level three doesn't specify. I mean, you could have been doing something else. No. So, yes, I went to do that over break, and I did have a bad <laughs> occurrence on the plane ride back. Like, plane rides out there were fine. On my way back from san diego um oh well first of all let me tell you about my uber driver very nice man he actually i asked him to stop um i was very polite about it because i mean it's his car and he was like well since you're so polite because i offered to get him food too so i went to go to in and out i was like this is gonna be the only time i'm gonna be able to do it and he stopped he found one along the way but this man proceeded to tell me like his whole life story <laughs> which you know fine i, I couldn't really move since i'm in the back of his car <laughs> But he was telling me about his girlfriend that they were with. He was with for like 20 something years. He moved out to Vegas with her and then he got cheated on. And I think he's like still in love with her. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And he was like, yeah, today's actually her birthday. I was like, he's probably going to go home and like be sad later. <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but I was just like, yeah, you know, because he's like, you know, I still love her. I was like, that's tough, bro. <laughs> well, well, being able to talk about it is is helpful for people. That's one thing. I am I not think, a therapist. I know, but well, that's one thing that um, you don't seem to appreciate sometimes is that just talking about problems could be helpful for some people. I mean, I guess, but I feel like talking to somebody would be better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just just talking to someone who's trapped in the back of your car because you're driving around is not going to be anywhere near as good as somebody with actual training and mental health to assist you. Yeah. So. We did that, um, and like I said, nice guy, just a little bit too much information, but went through the level three. Now, back to what my point was at the beginning of this. I had a man, an older black gentleman, tell me it was okay to smile. My face, like the guy behind him, like you know how plane seats when you're walking on, you can see everybody's faces when you're walking? Because I'm going to the back of the plane. I flew Southwest because that was like the cheapest ticket I can get, and I don't mind flying Southwest because I got two free bags. But this guy's face, like his eyes lit up like, oh, and I was just like, why? It's seven in the morning, dude. Why? First of all, don't tell women that. Why? Stop. Leave me alone. I'm minding my, I have my headphones in. I'm just like jamming to my music. And I'm like, it's seven in the morning. I'm tired. I had three full days of being in class for eight hours with very minimal sleep in a little twin bed. And he was up here. It's okay to smile. But that guy's face. And I think I rolled my eyes so much <laughs> like people i didn't care i'm like what's he gonna do beat me up <laughs> i'm like don't talk to me i don't like to, don't talk to me right now i was so mad like that was the worst i was like i hate when people tell me to smile i'm like i that, that's how my face looks i just have like resting bitch face that's how my face looks <laughs> like i could just be sitting there like this like graham look at me yeah oh, that's how my face looks yeah so, yeah, 
I was just so irritated. But I came back, safe travels and all that stuff. And we went to like this little Mexican place. It was better than the Mexican place here. That was hot garbage. That place doesn't, I don't know, that barely qualifies as food. That's like some sort of, I would think about it. That's like when those talk, they talk about those dystopian food places where like the food is just calories so that you can continue living and there's no enjoyment in food. That's what that is. That is precisely what that is. I mean, that's what it kind of felt like. But yeah, and then his parents left. Basically, the next day, we had two little puppies. There was a few incidents because your parents got to train them a little bit better. They're they're puppies, so they're obviously a problem. But yeah, they were not being taken out nearly often enough, which I, I get a little bit, you know, it's it was cold outside. They really, they just needed to be out more than they were. And the other thing, too, is what mom and dad have, you know, they have a house and they fenced in the backyard. So every so often, they just chase the dogs outside. And that works fine because then the dogs run around, they play with each other, they sniff around, they poop, they pee, whatever. They just, and then, you know, at some time, some point, mom and dad let them back in. But when they were here, they didn't have that option because we don't have a fenced yard or anything. You put them outside and they immediately start rocketing off and they're going into people's yards and they're running all over the place. And it's just, it, yes, there, there are quite a few accidents. And also this place is, is smaller than our last one so it's good it's it's a great space maybe maybe a little bit too big for just me you and the dog but when you add two more adults and two puppies even if they're corgi puppies which are cute as all get out um it's it it was it was a little stressful yeah because we went from a three bedroom two bath to a two bedroom one bath so yeah that was like because when your parents came to our old place they could just basically stay down there we'd just hang out in the little common area basically our little living room so mm-hmm. but you know they get they got home safe and everything yeah they got home safe and everything they had a they had a nice visit they uh, stopped by the north when they were coming out here they stopped in the north Cheyenne reservation and mom found uh, there's an artist who works with sandstone out there and she found some pretty cool uh, little statues and she was very nice but I I thought she had got them for me as a gift. So I had this one of this uh, this done this native woman in this kind of traditional style. I was like, "Oh, this is so nice! It's gonna look great in my office." And she sort of paused, and I was like, oh. "And then I eventually realized she had intended to take that back home with her." But she still has the print that I got in Madrid at El Rastro that's supposed to go with my other print of Don Quixote. So I guess you're still holding a grudge. But yeah, so we had a nice little break. Oh, and then and then what was nice is because we've got uh, Honda Civic and it's, an, it's a nice little car. It works well, but obviously it's a it's a car for streets. And they came out in a truck. Dad got to bust out the four wheel drive and we went on some back roads and stuff out near Anaconda. That was pretty neat. <laughs> we were all staring like, is there any animal life out here? Yeah, at all? I was like, we're looking at a tree branch. Wait, is that is that, it? Is that what? <laughs> I'm like, oh no. But we did go to this place that had like furs and all this stuff. And your parents bought some stuff. And your dad bought a was it a coonskin hat or something? Yeah, or he found some he sort a, of beaver hat or something. I think he, I think he got a coonskin hat. I got a, a beaver skin and a skunk pelt. Um, I just well, I needed something tactile in my office just just, just kind of have, and I just liked the skunk because it's a skunk. So yeah, we did that and. I got to watch the football games and play on my PlayStation a little bit before I had to leave and then come back. And I was playing Mortal Kombat. Your mom's like, is this a movie? I was like. 
I mean, and that's what. And then she watched like one of the X-rays. She goes, "Ew, gross." Well, I mean, "ew, gross" is a good response. And Dad, of course, you know, being a, a trained killer, is sitting here like, "He's dead. He's dead. He's dead." I'm like, I know, it's so silly. Like our our least favorite backup character is a dude who just has a 45 flashbangs. A fucking striker. Yeah, striker. Aaron Black, I think, was the other guy. I think it was well, a nine. He was a pistol. At least, well, but Aaron Black was cool because cool he was like a, a Wild West guy. But no, this is just some some dude in a stupid hat. And he's like, what makes his attack so boring is he just shoots a guy four times in the chest. And it's like, and I'm like, wait a minute. He just shot a guy four times in the chest. And they think the part of the attack that's most deadly is him getting, is you getting hit in the ribs with a nightstick. So, yeah. But we had a nice time, and then, of course, we had New Year's, which I don't think I made it, because I was really tired, just, the, like, from all the travel and all the stuff, and um, I think I woke up, it was, like, 12.05, I was like, that's close enough, and then we went back to sleep, <laughs> and then the next day, we were trying to find some place to go out to eat, and apparently, every just like Thanksgiving, everything closes out here, there was only one restaurant that we found that we would go to, was the M&M, and they were packed, luckily, we found a seat, but... There was a woman that had her like kid there. I felt so bad, but I was like, burgers were good though. And then we just kind of chilled out like for the rest of the, like that day. And then of course you had to go back to work and then athletes came back. So getting lots of food for them and everything. And fast forward to today or yesterday, actually, we were supposed to have our first meet as a whole team. It got canceled because it is like negative 23 yesterday and like negative like 30 something today like it's cold like there's frost oh actually the frost is gone on the inside of the door yeah now. on the inside of our door we had frost it was and it, it was so funny because people have been trying to make fun of us for not being tough enough or whatever and i was just like <laughs> i mean it, it's, it's really cold but it's objectively really cold oh uh, yeah just just um i mean this will be over by the time this goes out but they're talking negative 35 tonight yeah, I'm keeping my black ass inside. Like, you went out and got a haircut, and we're making some... Graham's birthday... Oh, yep, Graham's birthday was on Wednesday. Well, last Wednesday now. So, I surprised him. I got him some new pins, because that's what he wanted. And I also surprised him and got pizza. But tonight, we're doing, like, our birthday dinner. We're doing steaks and everything. But, yeah, it is, like... Everybody's like, oh, you're enjoying the cold? I was like, I wore a sweatshirt yesterday... And I was like, I'm walking from up here to down here. I'm not staying outside. I'm like, yeah. it's fine. Like, my office, it's hot down there. Like, I'm, like, sweating down there. It's hot, which I don't mind. Well, I do mind a little bit. And if it gets too hot, I'll just open the door. So it's it's been, and we haven't had a lot of snow, but. We had a little bit of dusting. Like, your parents said, I guess, over in the East Coast, it's, like, worse. Well, yeah, over, uh, I was reading some stuff on the on the New York times and they're talking that there's storm surges out on the East coast and stuff like that. Well, yeah, we were supposed to have like a meet on Friday last week with by the time you listen yesterday, but we is in Idaho and they're having like a, they were having like a blizzard and it was like freezing cold here. And we were supposed to leave at seven and I woke up to a message of like, we're meeting at six o'clock to see if we're having a meet. And I had to call the athletic director, whoever's directing the meet, because it was like 630. And I'm like, uh, okay, we had to take a slight break because our heater kicked on and we are recording this and I didn't want the audio to be bad. And also we cannot turn the heater off because it is so freaking cold. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes, they basically told us to keep the heater on and not put it below 58. I put it, I think it's like, yeah, 63 right now. So. Right. Uh, that, but the 58 was also a number for keep on all day, mostly prevent pipes from freezing. And that's so nice because our house is actually on the ground, unlike our mobile home in Indiana, where we had it freeze twice. The pipes. Oh, yeah, multiple times. But I actually forgot what I talked about beforehand. But yes, it is very cold here. And uh, oh, about the meat. So basically, I called the athletic director and I was like, it's 630. We need to decide like last night because their school was canceled. And Jake basically talked to our ADM. They was like, no, it's not safe because at first they said it was safe to travel. And our bus lady, she just got there like 10 minutes or and she was trying to find out where to like pick up and drop off. Um, And I told her I was like, I was just coming out because the like person I was talking to the head for the meet was like, Oh yeah, just talk to your bus driver about how safe the road conditions are. I was like, they still had the meet, but it was basically two teams, them. And then like Weber state because they were only like an hour away. And I think they stayed there that night. We would have had to travel. So, <laughs> so we didn't get to compete in the first meet. So now we're down to like three meets before nationals, which kind of sucks, but we're going to do dodgeball tomorrow and then do like a team lift since it's Martin Luther King day. So I basically had to turn the bus driver away and be like, yeah, we're not going. So I don't know if we'll get that money back or not, or the, the bus driver even sounded like she was a little unsure if you were going to be okay. I, I was talking to the barber about it, who apparently you accidentally or not actually indirectly recommended one of your athletes to him. I presume probably just by mentioning that, that I get my hair cut there. But anyways, so when I mentioned, so he's like, oh, you're, you, they, they didn't go to the meet, huh? And I'm like, how do you, <laughs> how do you know this? Uh, it's not like the team's very big, but that's, but anyways, he was saying, yeah, that pass down there, no way. So, uh, and that's, I've heard a lot of people from the region mention that that probably was a really bad idea. Yeah. Like we had, I knew it was going to be bad when I heard like people from Montana talking about, I was like, it's going to be terrible tomorrow. And we, um, Jake put in the, like, if you don't feel safe going on the bus, like I still would have had to go. Cause I'm like, they can't be unsupervised. I need some sort of person besides the bus driver there. Um, so I still would have had to go, but they just basically canceled it, which kind of sucked. Cause I had some athletes that were really ready to go for this one. And now they got to wait. Cause I don't know if there's anything closer next week. So I'll talk to, we'll probably have like a little coaches meeting and talk to them about yeah. it. And I, and I mean, I haven't talked to any of the athletes, but I think they're all very much cognizant that it's like, man, I wish I could have gone, but it's probably the best that we didn't. Yeah, that's what kind of everybody was saying yesterday. It's a bummer, but better safe than sorry us get stranded. And then, we, like, what if we have to turn the power off on the bus? One of my athletes was wearing shorts. I was oh, like, yeah, dude, yeah. what if the bus gets stranded? You're going to be freezing. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was yesterday. And then we just had regular practice. And it's just been cold. <laughs> So it's supposed to warm up a little bit because it's supposed to snow again. But like this weekend is just going to be like negative 25, negative 30, negative 27, like for the next few days. And then like Monday, Tuesday, it's supposed to be like 13 degrees, the high of like 25, which is better than nothing. (laughs) So. But like I said before, uh. I haven't even left the house today. Grant went out and got his haircut and got the stuff that we need to make our beef stew. And I was like, yeah, I don't plan on leaving the house now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, apparently there's about 1500 homeless people in Montana. And I'm really concerned that number is going to go down because it is 
viciously cold out there. There's got to be like a shelter for them at least to stay in for the night. Oh, what are you talking about? This is America. They're perfectly willing to let people freeze to death. Yeah, uh, but I'm talking about like like a shelter, like a homeless shelter. There is a shelter here, but it's not very large. Yeah, but they got to put these people. That's inhumane. <laughs> people taking dogs. You think they don't care? This is America. So, yes. Oh, that. okay. Yeah. And Boeing's little patty paws. Oh, you better, you better tell how I screwed up yesterday. Uh, yeah. So, we had to open up our doors for our pipes and everything, and it's still pretty warm in here. Cabinet doors. Cabinet <laughs> not, doors. Not the doors of the house. That stayed shut. Yeah, we had to open up the cabinet doors, so, you know, make sure the pipes don't freeze and everything's working fine. But Graham forgot to move Boeing's food, and luckily... I had to, like, the meet was canceled, and I came back, and I just saw him sitting on the floor. He's usually sitting on the couch, and I was like, why is he on the floor? And I walk over here, I was like, god damn it. <laughs> he didn't eat all the food, but I could tell he was, like, a little tick. And now, like, he didn't poop really all yesterday. It's all, like, coming out today. Because <laughs> he's, like, standing by the door right now, but he's going to have to wait until we finish this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, Graham left his food out, and it was, like, tipped over, and he was grubbing down. He was having a good old day. Greedy. See, now Ann Ann was right. We need to get him some little patty paws. Boeing. What's he doing? I need to take him out. Okay, we had to take another slight break because Boeing had to go outside again. Yeah, right when we're talking about him being a little pain in the neck. And he doesn't and he doesn't want to be out there. I mean, I get it. He's walking out barefoot. I mean, he does come issued with, with shoes, but you know. So he's, 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 he's locked out there, you know, hold one foot up, be like, oh, I'm so cold. And I'm going, Doc, we're out here for you. Do your stuff and we can go inside. But yes, his trips outside have become extremely short. I mean, they were already pretty short, but now it's like, ooh, we like, ooh, not today, saying he'll pee right by the door and come right back in. Oh, other big news. We made our first, like, big, like, big purchase. <laughs> Like big adult purchase, at yeah, least for us. Which is still, which is still causing me, uh, still causing me heartburn. It's not causing me heartburn. We got a new couch. It's a very nice couch. Because our other one started breaking down. Like the one we moved out here, we got it like uh, it was basically a used couch, but it's supposed to be like good, good quality furniture. But apparently they didn't check this one very well. So one side broke, and we had it up on some blocks of wood, which worked. And then the part. Like we both couldn't sit on it at the same time because it was like kind of cheap plywood or something. No, it was it was pine. But the the problem was the corner the um I think it was staples, not screws or nails. I'm not sure that gave way, and then literally the wooden the wooden most board but bar across the back literally snapped, and I was just like, well, this is done. Yeah, so we took the legs off and sat it on the floor. And when your parents came, they're like, I was like, well, we can get rid of it and just look on something to get something new. Um, so we went to like on my way from getting um, at, what was it, uh, Chula Vista. They picked me up and went to the Bozeman uh, Costco and they had a couch, but that thing was just way too big. And I'm like, uh, so we had to decide on a couch. I was just looking on Costco's website. And I was like, here's one. And it's kind of what I wanted. It has like a little chaise lounge on it. And it got delivered, like, Monday, so we had to wait a week. So they basically took the little pads off the couch, and that's what I was sitting on. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. I was so annoyed. Mm -hmm. But when it got here, when they first put it up and then they left, it didn't take them that long either. It took them, like, under 45 minutes to set up everything. 
And I sat on, I was like, oh my God, this is so nice. <laughs> I was like, it was worth the money because I could actually come home and sit on a nice couch, which, and we both could sit on it. So yeah, that was our first big adult purchase of a new piece of furniture because I was like I'm content with just getting another futon and we can sit on you're like no it hurts my butt it does it was I think it was like laying on a metal rack this is so much nicer and it's it's got chaise lounge so we can both lay on it together it's very nice yeah so that was our big big purchase but that's pretty much everything caught up right now um we're going to get into our movie segment because we did watch a movie over break I know if mom's listening, we are going to get to Christmas Karen. <laughs> I just have to be in the state, right state of mind to watch that. Just because your mom said, as a joke, we should watch Christmas Karen. Whitney, she didn't want anything to do with it. She'll probably put it in after she hears this now. <laughs> She'll write in and be like, please, watch a Christmas Karen. Our but o- we watched Thanksgiving, a horror movie. <laughs> our, only, our primary audience engagement is my sister-in-law bothering me. So, so Emily, I guess you could get into the sister-in-law bothering Graham process by starting to send us emails. Yeah. So did you want to read the IMDb on Thanksgiving? The movie? All right. So we saw Thanksgiving, which Felicia keeps calling Thanksgiving, which makes me mad every time. It's another, it's another horrible, horrible, like, C comedy movie. So Thanksgiving 2023 are our 46 minutes. And this is a actually pretty solid summary here. After Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday. Directed by Eli Roth, writers Jeff Rendell and Eli Roth, listed stars Patrick Dempsey, Ty Olson, and Gina Gershon. And it, I mean, it was a it was a fairly I mean it was a solid holiday slasher. I mean it had a, it had a little bit of a social commentary in that the inciting incident for the for the killer is okay. There are some spoilers here because this movie has been out for uh, long enough. It's been uh, like since November, so yeah. like three two three months. <laughs> right. So, um, but the inciting incident is. There's a guy who runs was basically a Walmart, and then there's a trampoline. I did think it was interesting they didn't use Walmart. I understand why, because it would make a lot less sense for some guy to murder the Waltons as much as, you know, that might be good for society. Um, where it's a lot easier to be like, this is one guy running at a support department store in a small town. I don't think those exist anymore. But from a narrative, it allows you to have, like, people to get killed. Yeah, so basically it starts off, they're at like a, it does like a cold open, like the first 10 minutes are kind of a cold open because they flash back to it how this sets up for the rest of the movie. You have like the daughter of like the big wig for not Walmart, and then you have her friends basically going in early for like Black Friday um, sale and... Being obnoxious, which I appreciate. And basically a riot breaks out, and people get killed, and it flashes to like a year later, Walmart or not Walmart, sorry, they're having Black Friday again, and they're trying to get him to, like, end um, the Black Friday thing. Black Friday, the, the sale. The sale of Black Friday, because, you know, all the trampling and people died, and he's like, no, because money. And it's kind of like a scream, because there is, like, a killer, and you're kind mm. of like a whodunit, I guess, is that how you would uh, it? No, I don't think it's like a scream, because scream was kind oh, of... Oh, well, scream, so. I mean, this was some funny stuff. There was some good gore. There was, there was some funny stuff, but this was definitely intentionally going back more to, like, the Jason Voorhees kind of style stuff, where you have one killer, and they're 
they're killing stuff and there isn't a lot of there's humor in it like it's not there's there's not to say there's no humor in the movie but like that's not a key part of it and I mean the thing that makes Scream Scream is the amount of like everybody's a suspect and talking about what you know this was intentionally more of an old school yeah well basically uh, I looked it up it's called Right Mark and there's a killer on the loose who was killing people that were in the riots for um their responsibility. Their responsibility, yeah. So, like, a woman that's working at the, like, Diner. coffee shop, she gets killed. A mm-hmm. man who's supposed to work security, but he left, gets killed because one of the security guards got killed because he got trampled. Um, so, basically, he's killing off the people that were, like, responsible for killing um, innocent people. And that includes, like, the teenagers who... Triggered. Yeah. And it was funny because one of them is, like, a star baseball player and he was trying to help... And his hand gets broken in a way that is not logical at all. It looks also, like a noodle. Also, he it was his arm, but um, he also was how he just went about it. It's like one of the one of the few things you need to know about crowds is never fall down. Do everything possible to not fall down because then you will die. Especially if you're in a movie. So, and he like basically leaves his girlfriend, and he like disappears, and it's kind of like, oh, could he be the killer? But uh, they set it up. There's definitely going to be a sequel. I I think that actually hurt this movie because because we already know who it is. Spoiler: It was the police chief, which I thought was a fairly solid thing. I found out how they got away with it. They just had different people play him when he was in the mask, so that's why you never could figure it out because it was literally different people. And social media takes a a big uh, like seat because there's like a. I don't know if they necessarily said it was Instagram, but he's like live streaming, collecting these mm-hmm. people that are he's killing, setting right. up for Thanksgiving dinner, and he's like, "I'm coming for you next." Yeah, so they it. the kids get abducted basically, and they try he tries to set it up. The police chief tries to set it up as like the guy that got his arm broke because he mysteriously left without saying anything, and uh, he sets him up and he like kills the main guy's wife. He like cooks her like yeah, a turkey. cooks her like a turkey. And she's like spatchcocked, mm-hmm. which if you don't know what that is, is when you like take out all the bones and you flatten it, turkey, and makes it fools to cook more evenly. Mm-hmm. So he spatchcocks her and he's trying to make her eat her because they're all like captured right. and they free themselves. Um, like three of the char- two of the characters free themselves and then uh, basically they find out, like go to police and she's like, hey, that was the same like stuff on your shoes from the killer and he figures it out. And, or she figures it out and they try to escape, of course, and they set him on fire and he escapes. They're like, there's no, no one could have survived that. I was like, you don't know movie logic. Dude. They did a, they did a solid job of showing that a guy came out in a firefighter's get up. Having been at so many fires in my life, firefighters take those masks off as soon as they possibly can. I have never seen a firefighter walk out of a fire walk past to, to the safe line and just keep going with one of those masks on. Also, they're not that <laughs> they're not that opaque. They're very clear because the firefighters use them when there's smoke everywhere. So yeah. They definitely set this up for a sequel. Like it's kind of your standard like who done it, like everyone like not I guess a scream, but it's kinda like can't trust him or right. can't trust them that kind of way. 
But I thought it was pretty good. I thought, you know, it was a good popcorn movie to see. Mm. And it's like a horror movie based in Thanksgiving, which you don't really see. It's always like Christmas or something or Halloween. Definitely Halloween. But I thought this was pretty cool. And this was like a Grindhouse trailer. Yeah. Apparently, I did see kind of a neat note in the always extremely trustworthy and never a lie um, IMDb notes. Um, I didn't know this, part because I didn't see Grindhouse. But apparently that... Machete and a Hobo with a Shotgun were both fake trailers from that movie. And then the only two left are apparently a th- something called Don't and Werewolf Women of the SS. Um, I don't... Oh, man. You could actually do a really cool werewolf movie like where the SS has werewolves in their ranks and like good-hearted, Ameri- you know, clean-shaven American boys have to fight these... Unholy werewolf monstrosities. Okay, all right. Maybe I'll write that script. I mean, I've already written two. Although one of them is kind of is going to be somewhat preempted by that Civil War movie. So yeah, that 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 was what we watched, and we've also been watching this uh, ghost show that was based or not based here. They did a season in Montana in Butte, and we were like, "Hey, we recognize that building. Mm-hmm. It is so stupid." <laughs> It really is. It's ridiculous. It's so funny because I'm like, they don't really solve anything. They just go for the next. They're trying to plot it together. I'm like, they're they're what? trying to. We haven't finished it yet, and we we should. Um, I almost want to do a video on it, but um, it's, but it's, it's clearly they're trying to structure some kind of ultimate master ghost villain for Butte, Montana. Like, it's not going to be like Scooby-Doo. All they're missing is like a dog and another person. I I was kind of surprised to see the sheriff. Not not incredibly, because all sheriff is a law enforcement officer. They're also a politician because, you know, they have to be elected. I was less surprised to see, they call him the mayor technically in Butte. It's the chief executive because Butte and the county government are merged. Anyways, and that I kind of expected because I could see him thinking, hey, if we have this movie about all these ghosts in Butte, and there already are some ghost tours, you know, that would encourage people to come to Butte and check it out. Well, it was a little, a little weird to see the sheriff, but they also had his guys show up for a lot of the supernatural events, which I did a little air quotes for, even though no one could see them. Yes, this is an audio medium. No one can see your air quotes. Oh my God. So yeah, we're watching that. We'll finish it and we'll talk a little bit more. Maybe we'll just do an episode about that. Because mm-hmm. this, this is hilarious. We're just in there like, wait, what? Like, this guy at one point, we'll talk about it more, but he gets attacked and has to go to the hospital by nothing. And I'm like, what? What do you even do? There's supposed to be a woman that's like, talks to the ghost. The only... The, Alright, I, I, I... You're right. You do a whole episode on it. Yeah. Because I'm going to say not, a whole I'm bunch not, of stuff. Not, we won't discuss it here. We're probably going to end the podcast here, but we will... I don't have a grandma IDK. I haven't looked anything up because we're just doing this off the spot. But, yeah, we'll, we'll... Maybe next episode we'll talk about that. That will be our Ghost Hunters of Butte episode or whatever. Hell's Devil's Perch. Uh, Devil's Perch. Well, that's the subtitle. It's got, like, a lead to... Um, also, if you want us to watch a movie, you have to email us at damnyourtallpod. No, my mom ain't doing that. I assume Whitney's gonna do it. That's true. Because she's out to get you because she understands that younger siblings are the worst. That's true for both of my younger siblings. So, yes, we are back. It is great. Season five. 
let's see how many episodes we can get through in January. <laughs> we are pretty busy. Like our end, my indoor season is picking up, so yeah. I'm going to be pretty tired. But yes, it feels good to be on season five. We back in this thing. Don't forget to follow us on all the social medias. Um, DYT Pod on Instagram, Twitter. Yes, I'm still calling it Twitter because no one calls it X. Uh, Fifi underscore J two four seven on Instagram, Twitter, and Graham Mildrum for Instagram and Twitter for you. When I remember it exists. Yes, when he remembers it exists. So send us a DM, follow us, all that good stuff, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.